Recording in progress. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to Conversations with Calvin. We the species. Uh, it's March 4th. It's a Friday. Love Fridays. Uh, and um, uh, I could do a real lengthy Johnny Carson monologue here uh, about uh, being with Tommy Grazley, a.k.a. Tommy Gunn, uh, a musician, all around nice guy, musician, singer, songwriter, producer, who, who uh, has an album coming out, California Way, that I've listened to a bunch of times secretly. Uh, and uh, uh, just to go in depth with Tommy, and we, we've chatted for a whole bunch, it, it's such a special thing for me and, and uh, to really jump in to, to a, a marvelous writer and, and musician. I mean, it, uh, I'm, I'm really thrilled. Uh, that this has happened. So uh, that's the essence of my Johnny Carson monologue. And he's a big California guy, you know, uh, <laughs> even though he's from Nebraska, you know, California. So anyway, Tommy, uh, um, you, you, you come from such royalty in your, your, your musical family. Uh, why don't you just uh, start with a little bit of a, a history of you? Yeah, for sure. Well, first of all, thank you, Calvin, for having me on your show. I, I think it's awesome. And I think you're awesome as a human being. Well, thank uh, you. We have had some great conversations and I've gotten to know you a little bit and I really respect what you're doing. And and uh, uh, I think you're a great human being. And um, and yeah, I think we're like minded. Um, I uh, I come from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, steel town with uh, steel workers, blue collar guys, toughness, drink beers, cash your check, let's go, sort of uh, rigmarole. <laughs> and uh, but <clears throat> on both sides, of my family um, was always music. My father played in bands ever since I can remember, and uh, my grandfather also played in bands and played piano. And he's actually Rod Stewart's cousin, so Rod Stewart's wow. my cousin's wow. second removed. But, uh, you know, we'd be sitting at my grandfather's. He would just jump on the piano and start playing some Frank Sinatra or something like that. And, um, you know, he left his heart in San Francisco sort of thing. And, uh, you know, um, we all just kind of like dug it. And then my dad's side, well, my, my father, when we were, my father uh, was a sax, is a sax player and um, he's played with so many bands, so many great bands in Canada. Um, Crowbar, they had a big hit in 1971 called Oh, What a Feeling, What a Rush. He's played with King Biscuit Boy, who uh, said no to the Everly Brothers and the Allman Brothers. Wow. He's played with um, uh, Ray Materic, you know, Linda Put the Coffee on, fabulous, Ray, fabulous folk singer. And um, so I get it honestly enough. Um, and uh, But um, at the same time, um, you know, my parents split up, divorced, and and um, I, had, I, was, I had two kids of my own and I, I always wanted to do the right thing rather than my parents. And I didn't want to pull the rug out for my kids. So I, I hung in with a, a kind of a sour relationship, um, but um, my kids benefited from it and are doing fine and they're great. So that's all that matters. And then, you know, when it was time, I had to leave and uh, ended up on my sister's couch for a year uh, wondering you know what my life was going to be like and um and then i met an amazing human being who changed my life completely 180 and inspired two albums my last two albums 
Wow. Of course, the last one being California Way. But the one before that was called, I believe, In Love. And I did one before that um, called Unleash the Hounds, which is really guitar-oriented, really rocking. And then, you know, I think that each album has is totally different in its own uh, entity. And uh, this last one, I think, is my best work so far. So, Okay. Um, yeah, I believe in love. Uh, it's funny, I, I was reading some of the, uh, I try to do my homework. Um, but uh, in, in, that, in that album, uh, there's a, a, I guess, a theme, uh, stop hating and start loving, correct? Yeah, the, the, uh, the album goes from hate to love, correct? Yeah. 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 It's kind of very appropriate for current events. It's really a start to finish listen, uh, about 35 minutes, and it goes from hate to love. And um, I, I think the world really needs that now. I mean, like, I can't believe how much the timing, like when I, I released that album in 2020, and uh, I released it, and, uh, and next thing you know, COVID's here, canceling everything, and the whole world has changed. And now it's, you know, to me, it seems like a real me, me, me world where everybody just cares about themselves and, mm -hmm. and not about anybody else. And to me, that's a sad statement, but seems to be the truth. So in that, in that sense, I think the album could have been timed any better because the world needs love so badly right now. It really does uh, in so many ways. And, and I, I, in my own little way, I, I confront, uh, you know, the me, me, me stuff going around. And, and the other day, the, United Nations came out with a report that uh, climate is now officially irreversible. Yeah. We, we ain't going to be able to fix it. We just didn't do enough. And it's because everybody's me, 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 and not concentrating enough on that. And, and you know, the oil companies are doing their thing and everybody's making money. And I, I, I didn't want to go in this direction, but the world needs uh, actually more love. The world needs love, yeah, yeah. and and so the, I I found this you know fascinating. So um, uh, to talk about California Way, uh, before we we do that, uh, one quick uh, I have a couple uh, off-topic things. Uh, sure, and, and it's a one-word answer. So, uh, um, uh, but anyway, excluding family or friends, uh, Tommy. Somebody uh, living or dead, you like to spend a day with? Wow, that's yeah, an interesting. Wow, it is a wow. Interesting question. It is. <laughs> well, um, could be a couple too. There's no rules here. Okay, a couple of people for sure. Um, John Lennon, no question, and uh, and maybe a little bit crazy, but um, I would have to say Keith Moon. That's just for a total opposite end of the spectrum. Okay, great answers. Great. <laughs> Thank answers. you. No, it's, it's it's a great question. So, um, let's talk about the California way because uh, uh, I I listened to it a few times. Like I said, took notes. Got lots of notes, and 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 to get inside the head of a writer, the feeling and the emotion. And all these ingredients, I, I think, is a kind of a rare and precious thing to be able to do, barring uh, the lines from um, 
uh, an album, Rare, Precious, and Beautiful uh, from the Bee Gees. You know, so uh, I think your words are rare, precious, and beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. That's yeah, so sweet. Yeah, uh, and and um, so uh, I, I want to show. Uh, I, I have a, a picture, uh, California Way, which is coming out this year. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I, I wanted to show that, uh, and. Um, so first on the first song is is, is heads uh, 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 head on, uh, yep. and you know you did all the writing, some collaboration, you know, with this. Um, uh, I uh, in in kind of reading, uh, I I loved the words. Well, part of this was motivated by Amy, of course, yeah, definitely, because um, we're a team, and. Uh, you know, with Amy, I'm definitely, uh, I like to quote Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam is I'm a better man. And when I walk beside her, I'm definitely a better man. And she, she changed my whole life. And so I'm forever grateful for her. And, um, and yeah, the song is really about us, um, you know, hitting life head on, you know, and, uh, you know, the ups and downs and of life and, you know, staying positive and, um, and rising, helping each other rise to the best that we possibly can be. And I think, um, you know, that that's really what this song is about. And I, I mean, like, you got to look at things in a particular way where you look at things with a positive outlook or, uh, you know, not everything is doom, doom and gloom. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's only on perspective. You know, you really have to um, look at things in a positive way. And, and, and I think that's, you know, really how you can find your bliss as far as I'm concerned, Amy and I, and, and that's how we tackle and challenge it. And we encourage anybody to do it and it seems to work well. You're right. Uh, in the song, get the job done because we have fun. Uh, yeah. And, and that kind of resonated with me. Uh, I, I want to go back. Uh, your description of California. Well, let me say, let me say, uh, California Way, uh, having listened to it a few times and, and digested it, uh, I, I, in my own little way, have come to the realization that this album is perfect. Watch how I developed this. This album is, is perfect for anybody who lives in California right now, anybody who's been to California, and anybody who would like to go to California. Yeah, baby. That pretty much includes everybody. <laughs> everybody. No, I, I, I went uh, when I was working in the eyewear business. I, I had my first trip to California. Uh, I'd never been. I always dreamed of it in, in, in California, and, and and we had a we spent a lot of time driving around. Friends of mine and people who I worked with, we drove some canyons and up on the uh that famous high high road i forget the name but um uh, yeah exactly thank you and uh i i, I was so overwhelmed uh and so yeah. smitten with california i mean the, the week i was there there wasn't a cloud in the sky and and uh um and and i actually said i i really shouldn't come back here because if i came back here again i wouldn't want to leave yeah, 
but I think just from everything I've listened and, and uh, uh, this is such an anthem to California living and what is, and listen, I think it's, it's a great special state. They, I think they're so progressive and so in the forefront of everything. Uh, so uh, that's why I think the album is for basically anybody. Uh, and, and uh, I, I, I love to be able to, to feel and hear the music, but the words are so clear and, and they reverberate and, and it makes you think. And, and, and I've always had a problem, uh, you know, with hard rock because the music overwhelms the words sometimes. But here you have such a fine balance. And again, I'm not a really a sophisticated music person. My son out there can tell you that. Uh, and, uh, and actually, my second novel, I write about my son and me and music. Uh, it is what it is. So, uh, so that's uh, a head-on, and and next up is is Hollywood Inn. Um, yeah, <clears throat> just like you said, you know, like checking in for the very first time, you know, at the Hollywood Inn. It's like, um, um, you know, even with keeping politics and religion out of uh, California, it's just such a beautiful place. It really is, and like when you go there for the first time, you're in awe. Like I was in awe. And it really, um, you know, inspired the whole album. Like, I mean, just the, um, you know, like you said, the canyon is looking down into the to the ocean. It's just so beautiful. And I found the people there were super friendly. And uh, the musicians were um, a pleasure to work with. I mean, um, I was so fortunate to work with heavyweight, iconic musicians mm -hmm. who spoke to me with the same respect and you know it was it seemed very loving like the whole album was made with great love and and um and uh i just think that <clears throat> it all came together the way it was supposed to and um and yeah like california really is a beautiful place and um and that's why i wrote the album for sure and, and i would never i would never have seen any of that if it wasn't for amy you know and that's right you know she Fired the album, like I said, like she is an amazing person. Where did so, you, like, um, where did you guys meet? Well, we we met. I, uh, I selfishly, I kept sending Amy um, invites to my shows in Hamilton. I did, you know, many shows, and um, and of course she ignored them. And then I sent her uh, <laughs> a video called "You're Right for Me" and "Hounds of Hamilton." And of course, Amy and her family are from Hamilton originally. And um, she really dug the, the um, video. So um, we started talking and then um, online. And then I asked her if she wanted to come and watch me rehearse one night because she was in town. And she said, sure. So we met. And then, wow, the rest is history. It never, I never, you know, as soon as I saw her, I knew she was my soulmate. So, I mean, my love at first sight, yeah, it was for me. And, uh, and our love just continues to grow. It's great. great. I'm very. It's a great story. Really, is a great story. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, uh, and, and it's funny. I, I met my wife uh, at a bar uh, in New York. Beautiful. And 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 um, and I actually write about it in my second novel because how it happened is 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 really 
extraordinary. I, I was telling bartender I was from Texas and my father has oil wells, which is not true. I'm from Jersey. <laughs> my father's a shoe salesman. But that's what I was telling the bartender. And this girl just happened to walk over to the bar and hear me tell the bartender I'm from Texas. Of course, she didn't believe me because I don't have a Texas accent. accent. She said something really, she said something uh, that kind of bothered me to a friend, like, you know, this guy is really cool. He's not cool. And, and, uh, and it kind of bothered me that it's none of her business. I wasn't talking to her. <laughs> so I said, can we talk? And we sat down uh, in the corner. It was a singles dance. And, you know, I got married seven months later. Um, wow. Yeah, that's far out. But it is far out. Uh, and, and you know, the two seconds later, she walks over. I said the thing to the bartender, and she's gone, and I'm gone, and we're not here. Wow. So next up on the album uh, uh, is Topanga Canyon. Yes. And uh, I didn't know a lot about Topanga Canyon, so I did a little reading on it. What an amazing place. Oh, it's beautiful. Music, film, a nudist colony. I mean, this is, it's like a mecca of creativity. It truly is. And, in, and um, you know, uh, I had a couple of my friends who, um, Chip and Pepper, they introduced the, the song and they're back, you know, on the run, having fun with Tommy Gunn. And it's so perfect. It's like a party song. And um, actually, the first line in the song is uh, Sagebrush Tina and her friends shaking their asses down in Calabasas and uh, where the action never stops. And um, it's funny because Amy and I, our favorite place to go was called the Sagebrush Cantina. So that's how that came about. And a matter of fact, while we we're doing the song, we we're recording the song. Greg Bissonette, who played drums on the on the album, also played with uh, David Lee Roth. And he said, uh, yeah, he says, uh, we did the first album, Damn Yankees. And David said to me, where can we play this album where, you know, nobody will bother us and we can get a, you know, a little bit of a response and whatever. And uh, Greg said, well, there's the Sagebrush Cantina. Well, he goes, what's that? And, and, and uh, Greg said, let's go take a look. So they went down there. David loved it. It's beautiful. It's an outdoor uh, bar that you know, it's just unbelievably beautiful. And they have live uh, music from noon till midnight it's unbelievable you can dance during the day it's mm -hmm. great and so um david said to greg book it let's do it saturday night so they did and uh <clears throat> in the middle of the set the place you know it was kept hush hush but i guess word got out because the place was jam-packed and in the middle of the set david lee ross stopped and said to the audience wow these girls in calabasas really shake their asses and so he goes, but you, Tommy, you're the first to record it, you know? So <laughs> that was a pretty cool story by Greg, you know? So, and Dave, about David Lee Roth mm -hmm. at our favorite spot, the Sagebrush Cantina. Oh. Um, if you ever get a chance to, and you're in Calabasas, check it out because it's, uh, it's magical. I just wrote it down. Yeah. Um, what, I, what I thought was kind of interesting uh, at the beginning and the end uh, of the song, um, there's people talking. Well, it's sort of like a party atmosphere. They're all partying and okay. you and everything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, I, was, I'd, I'd like that. You know, it it it, it was just very creative to, to oh, hear thank that, you. and it it just adds to the. I think it adds to the the realism, the uh, the emotion of your words. Um, 
uh, it kind of draws me in. I mean, that's just my 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 emotion uh, about this. Um, I mean, I really, truly uh, thought this was a, a journey for me listening. Uh, now, and the next song is, is California Way. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know if you dug it, but that's Greg Bissonette on drums once again. Okay. Greg, Greg does this, like the drums sound so 60s. To me, I, I got a real mamas and papas groove from the drums yeah. on this song. And, um, and um, you know, I, I think it's, it says it all, California Way, you know, taking a ride, you know, in Southern California, you know, it's beautiful. Like, you know, on the PCH, I mean, like, there's nothing like driving along the ocean. And, you know, you see the surfers and, you know, all the campers there that they stay in and stuff, the motorhomes and all that. They're all aligned the PCH because they're all surfing there. And, and, you know, it's just beautiful sunset coming down. I mean, there's mm -hmm. so much gorgeousness, uh, honestly, that uh, right. I had to write that song. And I, and I feel like the song is really warm. You get a real warm feeling uh, from my vocal. And um, and uh, and I hope you can get it. If you close your eyes, you can picture California because uh, that's what I was going for. Yeah, it's, it's, hugely, it's hugely real for me. And, and you, you can picture it. Um, uh, the sun will really warm you as part of the words. Uh, I like that. The sun will really warm you wherever I want to be. Uh, I, I also liked it. Was it some laughing at the end of the song? Uh, yeah, that's Amy. <laughs> that's Amy. Okay. Yeah, Chuckling because, you know, we, it's a happy place. I mean, like when you're there, you, you can't help but smile. So, you know, and, and she's so much fun. So I wanted, I got that at the end. And then I said, let's include that in the song. Cause it's so cool. I think she's so cute. So that's why I did it. <laughs> so, you know, I picked up on that. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, as I read, uh, not in the line of notes, but I read you know, and what I really liked about um, what I really liked about, because I'm a sixties guy. I am what I am. That's what Popeye said. I am what I am. And, and I'm a 60s guy, and there's so much 60s and 70s, uh, you know, inspired here. I, I think Tom Petty and, and Mamas and the Papas uh, helped to in, inspire this. And, and uh, that's one of the things I really liked about it. it it's modern, but yeah. there are roots, as you, there are roots that, that you mentioned. Um, uh, and and the next song won't, won't you uh, tell me it for me it had a folk rock feel to it yeah yeah with a little bit of a Beatles twist yeah and, uh, and, I mean with um, Michael Blue producing the album uh, Michael is a he's from England he's a real Beatles uh, fan and um, I said to him I want to do something with this this song because I had everything but I didn't have quite and then I watched Get Back you know the Beatles movie right. while I was there uh -huh. and I saw uh, something and I said yeah that's it that's what we have to do and so Michael kind of answers me in the song Michael and Dalton Sear um, you know you won't listen you don't hear me at all um, and it gives it a real Beatles feel I, I think and um, that's Dan Goldberg on drums on this track my brother-in-law okay. And Dan, uh, Dan actually uh, 
we, we did a, uh, a listening gathering sort of thing on, uh, on the 12th. And, um, and Dan, of course, his partner, Dan's a, a feature film, uh, you know, top 1% of Hollywood from Meatballs to um, the Hangover movies. And his partner was Ivan Reitman for, Reitman for 40 wow. years. Wow. So uh, he, he passed, Ivan passed on the day of my party, my mm-hmm. gathering. So Dan and his wife, Lona, went to Montecito and stayed with the family for the week. But um, we saw him after that. But I mean, just crazy stuff. But Dan was great on drums on that. I read the intro and stuff. I mean, it's his passion was drums. So I thought, well, why wouldn't you play on one of my albums? Uh-huh, and, uh-huh. And, he, and he was great. Um, him and Greg Bissonette got along really well. And Fernando Perdomo, who played bass on every track, mm-hmm. was there. Fun. Everybody was having fun. And this song, um, you know, it's, it's to me, it's, uh, it's, won't you tell me is like, you know, I'm asking questions. And then um, the second verse, I kind of answer the questions myself, you know, and, and, uh, you know, won't you tell me, never mind, I already know, you know, uh, life is love, but love must always grow, you know, won't you tell me, never mind, I already know, you know, uh, you know, it's just, it's just, uh, you know, there's disappointments in life. But you got to carry on. You got to move forward, and you got to let that stuff go. Otherwise, it'll bring you down, and it'll eat away at you, and uh, and it just makes you, it it just hurts you. So um, that's why I wrote. Won't you tell me? I think um, I think it's a, a pretty decent song, and it's funny because I wrote it in our living room where, where I'm sitting right now. Oh, and that's Amy, funny. Amy, yeah, and Amy said, "Oh my God, I love that song, the hook, and everything." But I just felt there was something missing. And when, when I met Michael and Dalton Sear, um, we brought it together and brought it home. And, I, and I, I, I think that's the single off the song, off the album, actually. Um, it's, it's my favorite song. So, and I wrote that myself. So okay. I'm quite proud of that song. Well, I'm proud of them all, but uh, yeah. that one in particular. Um, another, another offbeat question to ask you. Uh, before we, uh, it's another one of these fill in the blank things. Uh, I love, I love yeah. those. So, uh, Tommy, uh, fill in the blank here. Before I leave this earth, I won't be happy until I blank. Before I leave this earth, I won't be happy till I blank. That's right. Um, before I leave this earth, I won't be happy until, um, well, I mean, um, I think happiness is all on yourself. I think that um, I'm always happy. I've always been happy. I've been through a lot in my life, but I've always maintained um, my sense of humor, um, my joy, my hope. And, um, and so <clears throat> I'm happy right now. I met the woman of my life, my partner, my soulmate. I'm creating great music personally that's my opinion and um and the journey is is real and a lot of fun so um i'm very happy and i won't be happy until until i'm dead i guess i, I won't be sad until i i don't know what to say to that you know? that's fine <laughs> honestly i think that's I'm happy, really happy honestly. i'm not happy with the world but i'm happy with um, yeah. myself relationships fine perfect uh Moving on, uh, everybody has a favorite on something. This was my favorite song on, on, on California Way. Hey, sister. 
Um, and uh, there's a lot I want to talk about. Uh, obviously, it, it resonated with me because I have a sister who uh, I, I felt kind of the same way that you felt to Lori. Uh, I feel to my sister. So I, I listened to this a few times. Um, and I guess it was Lawrence Juber uh, before and after on guitar solo. Yeah, Lawrence. Wow. <laughs> I mean, the music speaks for itself. You know, um, I wrote this song. My sister asked me to write a song. Hey, how come you never write a song about me? And I thought, well, I don't know. Uh, I will then. And my sister's a real country uh, fan. She mm -hmm. loves Brooks and, um, and she's a real country fan. So I wanted to write a country song for her. So um, I, I, I hooked up with my brother-in-law, Stephen Hogg, who's uh, one of the best in Canada as far as folk and country artists. He's a fabulous songwriter. And we co-wrote the song together. I asked him and he said, yeah, let's do it. And then we did it. And I was very honored. And uh, it came out great. And then, wow, Lawrence Juber, fabulous intro, outro, unbelievable and fernando perdomo did the guitar uh on the on the the, the the song itself and um it's very country but it's very um i think it just you know i wanted to write a song my sister just loved to play you know and i and i and i think i did that i i, I just recently played it for her and she started crying so yeah I think accomplished <laughs> no it's really emotional um you yes. always have my back uh, and get me on track uh, when the walls come, when the walls came closing in. Um, uh, you always set me straight long before too late. It was beautiful words. And, and Thank you. you could feel, I felt, you know, the relationship with my sister and, and I felt the relationship that you have with your sister. It's, it's you, a great do, song. Do you still see your sister, Calvin? Yeah, uh, I, I do. Uh, uh, it's and funny. We're, uh, we're very close. We were very, I mean, we were very close growing up. And, and, and you're a creative guy. Uh, we were so close. And I'm nine years older than her. So I'm basically one or two generations removed. But there was a period in time when we got really, we were really, really close to the point uh, where, uh, and I still might do it, uh, writing wise to write, you know, there was a great, uh, old, old, uh, novel called the Corsican brothers. Oh yes. Yeah. And, and it's an old movie. It must be from the forties. Uh, two brothers are separated by thousands of miles, but they could feel each other. Yes. Um, and it, it, it it's a thing that really, um, it, it has not been really, I'm throwing it out to you, Tommy, but it hasn't been really uh, done much. But yeah, uh, and, and and my sister and I could always feel each other, kind of thing. Well, and, twins, you have that too. Twins have, that yeah, too. especially that. twins. But uh, yeah. we're not not even close to twins, nine years apart. But uh, I, I wanted to write something to 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 honor uh, that, uh, the For fact sure. that you were so close. And, and we used to, we would share back in the old days, uh, all kinds of stories about our personal lives. Um, and there were no holds barred, if you get my drift. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and, and it was a special relationship. Of course, now, you know, uh, I mean, the last chunk of years, you know, she's, you know, she's, she's not divorced and all, but she got two grandkids and, and I mean, really close both- and special. Yeah. But so that's what your song meant to me. Uh, uh, Fantastic. I'm so happy. Yeah. That's kind of what I was going for because I wanted to write a song for my sister, but I wanted it to apply to everyone's sister, you know, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to put my sister's name there and make it like that. So I wanted it to be um, so everyone could relate and um, play it for your sister. Maybe Uh, she'll. Guess what? Uh, I am. (laughs) I am. That that's exactly what I'm going to do. It's funny. I I called her. Makes me so happy. I called her last night uh, uh, with the express purpose of uh, getting it. She, she wasn't home. I left her a message, uh, but I, I wanted her to hear that because it, it, it's 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 great words. Um, the next one is 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 a, is a fun song, uh, Hollywood Fantasy. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, you know that's what it is. It's a fun sort of poppy song, you know, about you know. Uh, being a driver in a in a limousine, you know, picking up movie stars and rock stars, and you know that's what the whole scene is in L.A. Sort of, it's uh, everyone's a star, you know, and uh, and so maybe someday someone will be driving me, and that's was the the whole thing about right. it, you know, right? And um and uh, and you know I I, I want to do a video for this song, and I want to play every part in the video, so look for that. Okay. <laughs> including the girl <laughs> okay okay yeah there, there's a, a little bit of a theme i i took out from california way the theme is one of these, is dreaming of of of, of being of getting there uh, of arriving of being there like uh, dreaming someday somebody's going to drive me around and i know there's another song i took a note but it it it, you know california dreams Uh, i don't know if that's the beach boys but yeah uh, yeah so that to to me i mean that my observation again not sophisticated uh is you it's a part of this album is about dreaming yes definitely and fulfilling your dreams yes me that that's what i did i fulfilled a few dreams and um and and that's part of my journey and i'm so grateful and so happy you know um i wrote a song uh, we'll get to it and then i'll talk a little bit about it speaking of beach boys and dream and i think it's the next song but, um maybe not i don't know <laughs> well all right well uh the next song uh i, I got a kick out of uh, everyday stars exactly yeah, everyday, everyday stars. So, so Amy and I um, would go to breakfast uh, almost every morning at the Beverly Glen Deli, and that's where all the stars go. And if you watched Brian Wilson on his um, his latest documentary bio, Brian Wilson, um, he's talking to the guy who's making the movie. They're driving, and he says, uh, "So, what are you going to have at the deli today?" You know, because he goes there every morning to have breakfast, you know, and John Voight, he's there all the time having breakfast. You know, Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, there's stars everywhere. Ruth, uh, uh, Tom, Tom, um, well, I can't remember her last name. 
but uh, I mean, there's so many there, you know, old stars, new stars, you know, rock stars, football stars, they're all there. And it's very special. And we got to know the owners of the Beverly Glen, uh, Stephen and Leslie Arnold. And um, we invited them to our little gathering and they came and had a blast. And, you know, and it's very cool because everyone goes there. They see the stars there, but don't react. They just keep eating their breakfast like nothing's unusual. So they're just the everyday stars. They just want their coffee like everyone else and go on with their day, you know, so. But, you know, it is like the parking lot's full of uh, Bugattis and Mercedes-Benz and, you know, all the uh, most expensive cars. They're all there, Rolls-Royce, you know. And so um, myself, you know, you know, we pull in, in in our jalopy. That's what I was going for, you know. Right. Got, you said that a few times, jalopy. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, you know, I, I just thought I just thought it was kind of fun. And um, I just wanted to write a song that... Um, for them really and uh and about the special place at the beverly glen deli cool 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 yeah i i understand what you're saying uh i think i when we talked last week i, I mentioned I, I used to work out with a rather major rocker i won't mention names oh yes yes i, I don't mention names but he's one of the biggest rockers in the world and he's a boss man, I think, isn't he? Yeah, he's the boss. Uh, <laughs> and and I, he's the boss. And and, and uh, it's so funny. You know, my it, it, I mean, that was my gym and, and it happened to have been his gym. And 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 so for for two years, we were on the same schedule, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And, uh, you know, I don't cut into his world, just like the Beverly Glendale. You know, you yeah. see them there, they're there. He doesn't cut it into my world, although he did once. Uh, um, but uh, it, it's a certain respect, and, and you just, you know, it's just, it's just life and people and uh, yeah. And, so, and, and you know, and but you know, I I did you know speak to a few of them. They're very generous and very polite. You know, like they're great human beings. They they gave me a little bit of their time, but right. I didn't, you know, ask too much or you know take too much of their time up respectfully so um you know it was a blast a real blast and then you know after a few times you know go there often enough hey how you doing you know hey how you doing you know it's like you know That's they're great. just cool human beings you know, right, right you even mentioned a, a quote football star uh, in the movie so i'm assuming you've seen some football stars there too football basketball yeah. yep right basketball Roll. yep so a fun song, uh, really. A, 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 I'm, I'm reiterating myself. Uh, so, uh, it, it's just so California, and it's so American, uh, and, and that's why I, I, I enjoyed it so much. Uh, Thank you. The, the next song, "Tough Times," uh, it, it's kind of you, you kind of borrowed that from Gatto. Um, yeah, it's a cover song, uh, Greg wrote tough times and it's like one verse and then um the course continues to fade out it's like a cello mm -hmm. and uh uh piano i think on the original song well i changed all that and not only that but i wrote um a second verse and another course and uh greg i sent it to greg after i'd finished it and he absolutely loves it 
and I'm hopefully going to try and get some airplay on radio with that song. It's pretty rocking. Um, um, it is rocking. I, I called it in my words, it was a little bit too harder rock than some of your other uh, songs. Yeah. And, um, and with that song, like Greg, you know, he, I co-wrote a song with Greg on the album, I believe in love called love conquers all. And, you know, Greg, you know, he's such a, a, a rock star and not only that, but a great human being. And he gives so much of himself to everyone else that I just wanted to pay tribute to him and, uh, and thank him for what he did for me and through this song. So he was very thankful and he actually loves it. So I'm, I'm very happy about it. Right. Great. Uh, I liked that. I liked it a lot. Um, and, uh, our last song, uh, This Is Home To Me, um, Where I Can Live True and Free, um, yeah. Magic and I Love It, a California Dreams, All Sights I've Seen, um, Welcome Home, Be There to Stay One Day. These are it's great words. Thank you, Calvin. Great words. And it's true. True. I, I mean, I, I love California. I love where I stayed, like I've uh, been a few places, but you know, mostly LA, not so much the city, but surrounding areas. I mean, it's just gorgeous. I mean, near the ocean, the mountains, the canyons, uh, it's, it's my kind of place. I'm a beach bum. What can I say? You know? And, uh, <laughs> it, I mean, you could go wherever you want, but to me, California is the spot for me for sure. And true and free because I'm Canadian, you know, um, that's like we can, my old Canada, um, I believe I can live there true and free as well. And, um, and it's, I, I mean, if you haven't been there, it's paradise. If you've been there, you know why, what I'm talking about. And if you live there, then you're very lucky. Yeah. So, um, uh, in, in terms, it's a wrap where I, I, I really wanted to explore you, your words, the emotions and how this came about uh, because I, I so enjoyed it uh, and we're keeping to time constraints because you're going to have to kind of hit the road. Um, yes, hey, uh, Tommy, come back anytime. Uh, talk about anything. Uh, come back. Uh, come back with Amy, whatever. I'm, I'm you know, I sit here seven days a week i'll probably be sitting here for a long long time seven days a week because i I, i'm comfortable sitting here i'm a hat guy and i love your hat man i want to get one of those ruger hats is that Uh, well it's a rector yeah it's a rector's hat Uh, it's a rector's hat hey uh you know what uh well uh, when we go off air you'll give me a dress i'm gonna send you a rector's hat awesome uh it uh i've been wearing it i told you for 10 years it became my when you wear that you know the viper uh the viper yeah hat is just a for me it's just a great thing and 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 it's funny my my hair some years ago was kind of long like yours um and but i always wore uh, a hat and i still wear a hat and and my wife and i uh, conflict uh because she doesn't want me to wear a hat she tells me my hair's gonna fall out so i'm waiting it's, it's not happening. It, it did turn gray. I couldn't do anything about that. So be I'm a, it. Big, I'm a big hat fan myself. I've Love always it. worn. I usually okay. have a hat on, but 
Same my wife when I go out, she goes, don't wear a hat. You know, like your hair is beautiful. Why would you wear a hat? Right? She says that to me all the time. Yeah. Don't wear a hat. <laughs> and, and I wear a hat to everything. Uh, I mean, that's where it is. I wear a hat to yeah. everything. Except my son's wedding. I wasn't allowed. Ah. So be it. So this was great. Um, please come back. Uh, we'll stay in touch. Uh, and once again, California Way is coming out. Need to get a hold of that. Uh, and um, we're going to sign off. Have a great weekend. Uh, and, and I can't thank you enough for your time and your oh, work Alan. and your music. It was so my pleasure. I mean, like the first time I spoke to you, I thought, wow, this guy is so cool. And I really want you to meet Amy and have some conversations because I know you guys really hit it off. Wonderful. And, and um, yeah, and I just think your show is fabulous. I've, I've saw a, a few of your guests prior to, and I will continue to watch Thank you. because you have very interesting guests and uh, it's always informative and uh, you're a very, uh, very lovely human being. Thank okay. you very much. All right, Tommy. Thank you. Uh, you. You did make my day. That's yeah, you made mine. That's an honor. That's a Clint Eastwood line. You did make my day. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. Awesome. All right. Take care, my friend.